Let's do this. Cowboys finally played NFL football last night. Happy Friday. Me and the Juice were watching, and um, we have some thoughts, concerns, also uh, good takeaways. And so uh, we're going to break all that down. Juice, how is you? Um, after a Cowboys loss, it always sucks. Yeah. Always. But today feels a little different. It does feel different. It's not as bad. Yep. Not as bad. I agree. And like usually we're getting reamed in the in the in the media uh-huh. by by now, you know, after after a loss. Not yeah. so much, honestly. <laughs> no. I don't know. That's it's a little different. Yeah. Colin Coward said that said that uh, we're a one dimensional team that can only win uh, if we if we win a shootout. But you know, if I think if we can play teams that aren't the Bucks um, over yeah. and over and over, <laughs> I think that we'll have less than that one dimension. It, it's not going to be a shootout every time. I think the Bucks are just that damn good. Yeah, here's what people don't—they yeah. don't understand this portion of it. They say yeah. these things, but they're not taking consideration that majority of your schedule will be far inferior teams to the Buccaneers. So you're not a one-dimensional They're the best team, team that we're going to play. Right. You're They're not a one-dimensional team. the best that we're going to play. Yeah. Right. You had to be one-dimensional yeah. against them. we have the Chiefs. <clears throat> and I won't even call it one-dimensional. I'll say that they were just smart with the way they did it. They used the passing game as an extension of the run game. And Yeah, because they knew that there was going to be no running against Vita Vea and yep. uh, Ndamukong Sue. Yep. And yeah. they knew it was going to so. be tough sledding. And so they tried to run when they could. Uh, Zeke only got 11 touches. Or actually got 13. He got a couple catches. But, uh, I mean, 13 mm-hmm. touches overall, 11 carries. They knew. They knew the deal. They tried to punch it in with him uh, towards the end of the game to really take that lead rather than, you know, trying to settle for another field goal. But I have some thoughts on that too. But, um they did what they needed to do to try to win the game. You're taking on the defending Super Bowl champions, and you knew it was going to be a tough game. You're taking it on in their house. Whenever they got the banners up, crowds going nuts, fireworks are going over the, all over the place, cannons are going off. I mean, the place was rocking, and you had to come in and try to play spoiler to all that to a big party, right? You're like the awkward dude that comes in to ruin a party. It's not, a, not an easy task, right? And so... To try to say that Dallas is one-dimensional after last night, that's blasphemy. I think getting Zach Martin back will be a big deal. Playing not the best front seven in the NFL 
will help you with running the football. I promise you that. <laughs> and so, and, and then Dak being able to just do basically whatever you need him to do. I'm, I've been trying to say it for years, and I have a whole thing that we're going to do later. But I've been trying to tell everybody, and not as a know-it-all, but just because I get so much heat for it, I, I got to cash in whenever I can. Suck it, haters. I mean, Dak is Dak's come in and showed y'all time and time and time and time and time again. But you got to see it on the world stage, and you see how defense and special teams matter. It's not just a quarterback. And it's been proven over and over again for every team, but especially this one throughout Dak's career. What, what do you think? Our special teams is bad. Yeah. yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. I mean, the only guy that I ever see ever make a special teams play is Goodwin. Yeah. Everybody else is just non-existent. Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson. Yeah, he had that nice little... Yeah, Yeah, he had that nice little tackle, but... Yeah, you're right. Overall, just just underwhelming. It's bad. It's it's not even underwhelming. It's bad. Yeah. Like, we're not good at special teams. Yeah. Fossil needs to get his shit together or get out because it is not working right now. I agree. How many how many times did we let them run it for twenty or more yards just, on a kick or punt return? Just about to bring that Ridiculous. up. Ridiculous. And what's crazy too, we're getting pinned in our own five yard line several times the whole night. So Dak's having to start from the shadow of his own end zone pretty much every drive, and Brady's getting to start at the thirty five or forty yard line. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. That completely changes your play calling. So that matters. And people have acted like it hasn't mattered for years. And they're just like, no, well, if we're going to pay him, he's got to just get it done. And I'm like, okay, but no other quarterback gets that done. No other quarterback that's good and on a good team has to start consistently negative yards of what other quarterbacks get to do. So he's already at a handicap and then has to try to bail the team out, which he successfully does a lot. But... That's been Dak's thing for a long time. So, just my thoughts. Towards the end, now stop me if you've heard of this. We lost with officiating controversy at the end. Have you ever seen anything like this in a Dallas Cowboys football game? It's always the same shit, man. Yeah. But I'm not going to pin this on that play because, mm-hmm. granted, it was a huge play. Yeah. It's huge. How many points did our kicker leave out on the, exactly. on the field? Exactly. Right back to special teams. Yep. I'm going right back to special teams. Yep. How many, how many chunk plays did Anthony Brown give up? Yeah. How many times did we sack Tom Brady? Goose egg. So there's other there are other key uh, moments and and you know parts to this that the reason why we lost this game, but it wasn't on Dak Prescott and it wasn't on. You could say C.D. Lamb kind of shat the bed a little bit, but he still made some big big plays. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about him too. But as far as just our offense as a whole, our offensive line, yeah, we had some holding calls and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But I just thought we just 
we were resilient. I thought we played really well. I thought this defense actually had an attitude mm-hmm. that I've never really seen on this team before. Yeah. They were flying. They were flying. 100%. They're faster. They're a lot faster. You can, t- you can see the team speed. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, as far as just overall assessment, I... I think that we have some glaring holes that need to be addressed immediately, mm-hmm. or we're not going to do anything, no yep. matter how good our offense is. Agreed. I, I think the yeah. glaring holes that we have right now would be the difference between not making the playoffs. I think if this team stays the exact same right now and is able to stay relatively healthy throughout healthy. the year. Yeah. That's an easy division win. You're going 11 and 5. Yeah, that's You're easy double 11, digits. Or 11 and 6. 11 and Yeah. What is it? Oh, yeah, 11 and 6 now. Yeah, <laughs> 17th game. Right. Um, but, yeah, easy right. double digit win season and winning the division. But when you get into the playoffs, that's where, like, that Anthony Brown deficiency, that special teams deficiency, that's where that's going to really show up. And you want to know, just like we were saying last night, you brought it up first, too. You were like, this feels like. NFC Championship game. Like, you could just feel the energy, and it just felt like that that classic back and forth. Speaking of, that was a classic opening night game. That might be the best opening night game in recent memory. Like, that was just flat That's out good. a good game. Yeah. And there mm-hmm. should be no shame from Cowboys Nation about how they played last night. We shouldn't be like, oh, what is, uh, I mean, you can be mad at Zerline and, and Anthony Brown, because we are too. But I'm just talking about as a whole, for the team, there should be no tumultuous things going on on that. Like that, you did exactly what you were supposed to do to try to win that game. You put yourself in position to win it. You just left too much time for Brady at the end of the day. And like one of my buddies, a little like tongue in cheek, but was just like, you might as well have just gone for it on fourth and six because it didn't matter if you made the kick or not. If you're making the kick and giving it back to him with a minute and 24 left, you already lost. So you might as well just go for it on that fourth and six instead of kicking it and just hoping that yeah. you run more time off and just being like, if we do kick a field goal, it's hopefully with like, you know, 30 seconds left or whatever rather than the minute and a half. And so, I mean, t- like hindsight, yeah, that makes sense. But like, clearly you you got to kick it there and just take your chances but we all knew what was going to happen um but unfortunately yeah yeah, we did yeah but all that to say should be very excited about this team and this isn't setting up for a letdown they show that they can play with the big boys last night and i don't think there's any biggest of the big boys exactly and i don't think there's any question with health that this team is making the playoffs. But like like we were I, I I got off on a tangent, but like we were saying, the reason why it felt like that kind of game is because those glaring holes were really glaring. Like good teams will expose that. And that's what happened last night. So that's why it felt like a playoff game. Because you're like, man, if that if we could get that sorted out and oh that we gave up that big play, that's what good teams are gonna do to you. And they're going to get big returns because they that you have a special teams deficiency, right? And when you miss kicks, they're going to make you pay for it. And that's going to be the difference in the game, right? When you lay points on the grass, that's in especially against good teams. That's going to be the difference of the game every time. It's 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 tried and true. 
And we said it whenever he missed that 31-yarder. That's probably going to be the difference of the game. How, mu- how many points did we lose by? Two. Two. And that, is, that was just three of the four that he laid on the turf. You get the three points, you're winning the game. So it just is what it is. And, and what's crazy is that you wouldn't even be like, you wouldn't even be driving to win the game or to try to take the lead there at the end. If you had those four points, once you got the ball back, you're kneeling down and partying. You know what I mean? Like it's a 29 to whatever, 25 or, or whatever, um, what 28, right? We would have been at like 32. So 32 to 28 victory, right? You don't give up the crazy double move to Antonio Brown, um, which we were just talking about. Like, dude, if you're if he's already beaten you, you don't need to slow down. If he gives you a double move after he's already beaten you, you need to get in front of him. And if he catches it behind you, that's okay. Just don't give up a 70-yard touchdown or whatever. So you take that play away, give us the four points, it winds up being a blowout, you know? And I mean, there, you can do that with a lot of stuff. That's semantics, but I'm just showing you how close you were yeah, to truly taking down. There's always se- several plays you can take away sure. or, or put back or yada, yada, yada. But ultimately, it all came down to special teams and Anthony Brown right. for me because I think we had enough to beat them. 100%. We had enough to beat them in every stat category 100%. but the scoreboard. 100%. So we – I'm not saying we're the better team. Not at all. But what I'm saying is we are a team that can be reckoned with this year or should be. I mean, really, really. I mean, we showed that, you know, we're not going to be a scrub. We're not going to be a pushover this year. Without without. It's obvious. There's a lot of people that hate the Cowboys that are like, that looks pretty good. Yeah, like you can't even argue (laughs) it. Yeah. And and you did all that without your all-pro, all-world right guard. Hall of Famer, yeah. and dude, hats off to Connor McGovern. He played great, but he ain't Zach Martin. And we lost, yeah, and we lost Gallup halfway Gallup through the went, game too. Which he's a he's a he's a huge yeah. Player. I was gonna say that's a big deal. Yeah, and yeah, and for those that say that Dak or is he's made by his weapons, bro. Cedric Wilson's a nice receiver. He ain't Michael Gallup, and Dak was just fitting it in. He was like, oh, I don't have Michael Gallup. Okay. Bloop, 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 bloop. Whoever I got to hit, dude. Like, he finds an oh. open receiver. He throws him open. Dak, Dak was surgical. Oh, bro. Surgical yesterday. And, and I, I, you know, people would be like, oh, well, it was Dak and Duncan. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Uh, yeah. They come, they come back with that shit. But he just gave exactly what the defense gave to him. Exactly. He, he took, excuse me, what the defense gave yep. him. He didn't force anything. Nope. The it was o- just clean. The only balls... There was like maybe two or three forced passes, and one of them was yeah. technically into triple coverage, but perfectly placed for CD Lamb. Hit him. It bo- put it right on CD's both hands. hands. Right on CD's hands, and that hands. turns into yeah. an interception. So yeah, that's not on. That's not on Dak. No, and that, no not at all. And that turns into points for uh, for Tampa Bay. You know, I mean, that's a huge play. Yeah, naturally, yeah. Yeah. You're giving it to them on that side of the field. Exactly. They had it at, like, the 10-yard line. Score. So, um, so that's th- yeah. that is what it is. But but that's the whole I'm point. not making excuses at all. I'm, I'm not saying that we should have won. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying that we can hang. Oh, yeah. We oh, can yeah. hang. We can definitely hang. There's man. no doubt about it. And, yeah. and I'm excited. And I, I think yeah. that 
getting Zach Martin back, getting Gallup back because I heard that's not a serious thing. Uh, so he should be back next yeah, week. Yeah, ankle, yeah. turned ankle or something. Yeah, because yeah. he was even sitting on the sideline. If it was serious, he'd have been out of pads or in the locker room or whatever. Um, so mm-hmm. seems like they're feeling good about that. I was very excited that Lyle Collins made it all the way through, and I didn't hear anything about his neck or his back, my neck and my back. But I, I didn't hear anything about all that, and so uh, that's encouraging. Tyron Smith looked great uh, outside of that just uh, – Horrible holding call that took us out of field goal range, and then Dak had to, um, you know, barely get us up there with Cooper to make that game winner. But I mean, we were on the move to like take off the clock, and so if if we could have done that without that holding call, that was so so crucial. And I mean, that's really ultimately why you lost the game. But that, I'm not saying it's on Tyron Smith. I'm saying he had an awesome game outside of that point. Um, yeah. Once again, I, I could just go on for days about how close you were to winning this game and really that you should have. And uh, there was a lot of other weird things that happened throughout the night, but I feel like most of the weird stuff happened on Dallas's end, and that's ultimately what the difference of the game was. So, yep. McGovern. McGovern seems like the real deal. He can play. He can play. And people were saying, oh, well, now he should take over Williams' job. I don't know, dude. Connor Williams looks. I think he's the better Connor, personally. I think so too. I really do. But man, yeah, that'd be tough to just. But that's not his. That's not his side. Exactly. That's what I'm know? trying to say. Like, yeah. right yeah. guard is his what he plays. Like that's his best position. Right. And yeah, you know, I mean, if you put him over there on left guard, we even saw it in preseason. He looked rough on the left side. So let's pump the brakes on trying. Not his to, position. Yeah. yeah let's. Let's let him play his position. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, is what it is. Um, maybe even try him at center, man. I'm, I'm just going to say I wasn't impressed with Biotish. But we'll see. We'll see. Biotish is more I of I didn't a, think he was bad either. He's more of a run blocker at this point of his career. Right. He needs to get a lot better at pass pro. So, yeah, kind of worried about the center position. But all that said, I want to take a, a, a small break. And uh, we're going to come back with, you know, we did this all last year up until, you know, it it didn't matter anymore. But we're going to do by the numbers. Uh, We're going to go into Dax performances, uh, Cooper, Trayvon Diggs, all of the the good and the bad numbers. And uh, just break all that down. So y'all stick tight. Be right back. segment in case you missed it bucks 31 
Dallas 29. And uh, me and the Juice just breaking it down. It's a good game. You should be proud of your team. Let's get a little deeper. I want to go by the numbers and we'll just do, you know, your basic stats and then we'll break it down a little bit further too. So, uh, so let's just start with your basic stats. Um, as far as, I want to say time of possession, I think it looked pretty good for Dallas. Let me see. Yeah. So what did we say before? Ball control. That's what we were going to need in this game. They did it, man. They outpossessed them 34 minutes in 27 seconds and then 25 minutes and 33 seconds to Tampa Bay. So it's almost 10 extra minutes that you kept them possessed the football. And that's exactly what you have to do against a team run by Tom Brady. So, and a good defense like that. You got to keep their defense on the field, wear them down a little bit, get them tired, get them confused. And then you cash in points. Um, they didn't do it as many times as they needed to, but they played damn well. So, uh, Overall, as far as yardage, let me see here. Um, as far as yards, yeah, total yards outgained them by 20 exactly. It was 451 to 431. So just two great offenses going at it. I mean, that's really what it was. I will say I'm definitely biased, but I mean, I think Dallas's was a little bit more impressive you know, thinking about the defense that they went up against. It's clearly the best front seven in the league. And the way that Dak just came out and just just cashed them. Um, and surgical, just like you were talking about. That's, that's mighty impressive on opening night. So, big, big fan of that. As far as turnovers go, you're a plus three. I mean, you did everything right from a team standpoint. Um, it's exactly what you were trying to do. Unfortunately, like we said, left him too much time at the end of the day. Let's talk about Dak. So Dak, we got 42 out of 58 attempts. That was good for, I believe, 72% completion. Let me see what that looks like. Yeah, 72.4. A great completion percentage. Uh, was tossing the rock all over the place. Did that for 403 yards three tutties and then we talked about that that interception that went off of cds yep yep um 101 quarterback rating and when we get a little deeper he actually qbr wise had a 74 which is pretty true to his career average uh and that's been top four and five respectively throughout his career so uh, tom brady's 65 qbr just to put it in perspective um I, I put a video out on YouTube and Instagram about you having the advantage at quarterback in this game. That was why I said it. So, once again, got to cash in when I can. So, do you, do you want to take a guess at what the last four full games of Dak's uh, career has looked like? Yeah, like ridiculous, like 400-yard games over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. 34-47, 450 yards, one touchdown, um, 300, oh, excuse me, 37 of 57, 472 yards, three touchdowns, 41 of 58, 502 yards, four touchdowns, and then last night, 42 of 58, 403 yards, three touchdowns. That's out 
it's insane, dude. <laughs> That's insane. How do you? I don't even know. Those are video game numbers, dude. Like, I, that's insane. So, it's far. Yeah, and you can't come up with the bullshit garbage time Not narrative anymore. in this one. Not anymore. They weren't down. Because that was. Sh- he went straight up toe to toe to toe to toe to toe the entire game. I mean, it was just like. Yeah, that's okay. that's funny because uh, the Vach tweeted out. Vach Lombardi, follow him. Uh, he goes. That sure was a lot of garbage time yards from Dak yesterday, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as uh, we say, oh, well, Dak had more time to throw or whatever. He didn't take many hits what? or all that stuff. He had 22 pressures. Yeah. And. They had 22 pressures on him. We had eight. Yeah. Brady had two and a half seconds to throw per next gen stats. Compared to Dak, he had 2.39. Dak was hit eight times compared to Brady's one time. So, just throwing that out there as well. So, uh, as far as everything else goes, outside the numbers with Dak, coming up with some clutch like evasions of sacks and things like that, uh, throwing into those hits and making perfect throws on the money as you're taking hits and vicious hits at that um that's what you pay 40 million a year for stand in the pocket rip it doesn't matter if you're about to get hit you just boom you put that bitch on the money and that's what he did all night and even people who loathe Dak and the cowboys came out and said bro like we're probably wrong about about Dak. <laughs> like he's good, so it says a lot when people who are notorious for hating on him come out and say, "Yeah, man, we might be wrong about Dak." So, any thoughts on that? Yeah, Shannon Sharp gave him a B minus, <laughs> and I've never I've never heard him give. Deck anything better than a than an F or a D. So. Oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot that he's a big big hater hater. Maybe maybe like a C minus here and there. I've never heard him give him a B ever. Yeah, goes, oh, so. it's an F. Skill. He lost. Yeah. Yeah. Empty calories. So the fact that he got a fact that he got a B minus is honestly kind of impressive. Yeah, on that grading curve that he shark, has. Man. Oof. He rapes stack on those, man. Yeah. It's bad. It's like real bad. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Other. I would give Dak an A minus. Oh, yeah. I mean, respectively. Minus also, because you're a one and four in the red zone. Correct. And, and, I, and I saw, I'm not saying that's all on him, but he is the quarterback. Correct. So. And I saw gonna, one play where we didn't cash in. We had a sell for a field goal. Um, Mm-hmm. Dak was rolling to his right, and he's looking into the end zone to try to see if yeah. someone will get open. And Zeke leaked Hit out. Zeke too late. Yeah, dude, yep. Leak had Zeke out, and by the time he saw him, it was already to the sideline. He couldn't, and he threw it a little high, so Zeke, Zeke couldn't turn around and get the get the touchdown. Did you say Leak had Zeke out? Leak had Zeke. Oh, is that what I said? Zeke <laughs> had leaked out, and uh, and and that was like the one play that I was like, damn, that. Well, there was the second one too. This is the thing. Whenever he gets Miss uh, CD, the one he missed CD, right? Huh? 
the one that he missed CD on? No. Like they weren't on the same page or whatever? No. Um, really the play that it kind of epitomizes what Dak was doing last year too because they were like, the turnovers, oh this and that, oh empty calories. Okay, the reason why, and I'm not saying this is a good thing, but Dak likes to play hero ball whenever the defense, like when he knows the defense is going to be shit, like whenever they started giving up the bombs to Antonio Brown, he was like, I'm going to have to do this myself. So he started holding on to the ball, even like trying to extend plays, extend plays, extend plays. And he took that uh, sack that took him out of field goal range. Sack, yeah. That's a big deal. Yep. So that's the only complaint I've ever had about Dak is that whenever the chips are down, he'll play hero ball. And damn it, sometimes he does it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he just gets it done. But there are some times too where he takes a needless sack and you're like, dude, situationally, that's not good. You know, like. So and yeah. sometimes he'll force the oh, ball yeah, into sure. double coverage because he's just like, dude, I got to get it done. Like my defense is not going to do it for me. I can't take a check down. I'm going to have to force this bitch in. It's the only thing you can complain about Dak about. That's it. So that's outside fair. of that's fair. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Totally fair. No, I said that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, my my issues is more when they're in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes he's not quite as accurate as he I would like him to be sure uh I'm not saying that you know it, it, it's shitty or by any you know stretch of the imagination sure I would just like to see that get a little better 100% because at the end of the day Brady three out of five yeah. Dak one out of four yeah so red zone is it's huge it's big huge deal. and if he's gonna be like elite elite then he needs to get that better 100%, 100%. but otherwise man a minus. He was amazing. Yeah, he dude. was awesome. He, had, he he made so many great plays. Yep. And uh. and that's the thing too is that people think that we're these blind Dak haters, right? We have we've never said a bad word about him. And so that little that little portion, y'all just stick that in your mind. We criticize him whenever he needs to be criticized. So just throwing it out there. Yeah. Y'all criticize him when he shouldn't be criticized. That's why we come right. and defend him so hard. So. Is yeah. what it is. Other numbers. Uh, Amari Cooper. There was <laughs> ever any doubt about him being a number one receiver in the league for whatever reason. It definitely erased itself last night. Uh, 12 catches. There's no 1A, 1B. Oh, he no. is number one. He is receiver. the number one. And CD is number two. <laughs> the people saying we need to trade Mari. Oh, yeah. we can save that 20 million. We sure about that? Because he was the best receiver by far last night. On the field. Yeah. On the field. Yeah. 13 catches, 139 yards, two tutties, and uh, just another big thing. Can't put... Doesn't show up in the stat sheet. Dude, he was making some blocks that sprung plays and made plays. He did all He's the dirty boy. work, too. Grown man. Yeah. That He did. That's what you want from your receiver. There's a lot of receivers in this league that are too diva to put their bodies on the line for blocks and stuff like that. Mari Cooper is not one of them. He's a real-life number one wide receiver. He doesn't showboat or do all these antics or distract from the football team. He just wants to win. And all the people calling him injury-prone, he hasn't missed a start since he's been in Dallas. So he's a real-life number one, and he's worth every penny of his contract. Just throwing that out there. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That man can play. Uh, CeeDee Lamb. Up and down game for him. 
a couple of plays that stick out. He should have come up with the underthrow from Dak, but I understand that he didn't. It's a tough catch. Uh, he never really seemed to be on the same page with Dak. And Chris Collinsworth actually pointed it out one time on the uh, on the broadcast. Uh, there was a pass that went errantly to the sideline, and you were kind of like, whoa, Dak, what happened? And then Chris Collinsworth comes up and he goes, uh, this is actually CeeDee Lamb's fault. Uh, with the coverage that came up, the option route, he was supposed to go to the boundary, not, not do the uh, turnaround curl. Uh, so mm. CeeDee Lamb should have been like loose on that play basically because of the soft coverage that he took he's supposed to do a speed out and Dak had him right there that's why he just threw the ball he read the coverage threw it where it was supposed to be and CD wasn't there right another thing yeah he fair caught the ball at his own five yard line and I don't remember it was in the fourth quarter and we're catching we're fair catching at the five yard line you don't touch the ball if it's inside the tent you just let it you're, you're trying Literally. to let it go to the mm-hmm. to the end zone you definitely don't fair catch it at the five. So that that was just a horrible boneheaded mistake. And I guess he's like having his rookie moment now because he definitely didn't really look like a rookie last year. Um, he had like three or four key drops. and But then he started making some CD land plays. Seven catches, hundred four so yards, plays, had the yeah. touchdown. Um, yeah. The boy can play. I don't want to. I don't want to come down too hard oh, on C. Yeah. But I, oh yeah, I, for sure, he's he's going to be amazing. Yeah. But the thing with him is that I, I feel like here's where the the um, the reps would have really come in handy with yep. him and Dak because they weren't on the same page. Not at all. Mari and Dak on the same page. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not they even a were they were on the same page. Yep. So you know whatever. Yeah. First game of the year. He'll get there. It's what it is. I, I still think he's an absolute beast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, with him, like, on that one touchdown, or potential touchdown, he went to the boundary, mm-hmm. putting his hands up towards the boundary, and Dak threw it back yeah. shoulder. So they weren't on Again. the same page there either. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And don't work it out. I mean, dude, that it, it's week one. You know what I mean? That you, there's going to be some miscommunication and, hey, we didn't figure that out. I promise you this, Dak won't let that happen again. He's going to pull CD. Like, they're going to be getting reps after practice and everything and be like, dude, we are going to be on the same page because if we are, this league is in trouble. Like, if we're on the same page yesterday, we win the game because we probably get two extra touchdowns. So, bro, we're going to get this fixed. So I expect them to. But... Just little criticism I agree. from last night. Uh, plenty to go around. Let's flip over. Oh, no, no, no. I want to talk about Zeke. So, I see a lot of people giving him shit. 11 carries for 33 yards. Or there's... Not his exactly. fault. Yeah. Um, they didn't get to run the ball. He was a decoy. Exactly. Yeah, he was a decoy. They came in with a perfect you, matchup. You can't run against those... You can't run against no. that front seven. And if that's your game plan... You will be horribly mistaken to do so. Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're not going to come out there. Yeah. Even you know what it would be like? It'd be like that Denver exactly. game. Whenever we and they played just force fed him, force fed him, force fed Yep. And you saw what happened. And Dak was not good in that game by any stretch. But you saw what happened no. when they started hitting some back shoulders to Dez. I remember when Dez caught that touchdown on a keep to lead. I was like, okay, here we go. Let's start running that offense. They didn't. They just kept like, no, we gotta, 
We gotta pound our heads into the pavement here. Zeke, you Elliot, I don't care if we go down, we're going down with Zeke. Like, no, man, that's not how you run offense. That's why Garrett Sass is an offensive coordinator somehow, but he's not a head coach here. That's why. So, um, now, oh, another thing. Ezekiel Elliott, incredible blitz pickups last night. And honestly, kind of the whole reason Dak was able to cook the way that he did. Because he was picking up Devin White, he was picking up Levante David, he was picking up Jason Pierre-Paul. Dude, he gave Dak those crucial milliseconds to get the ball out. So, Zeke had a great game. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Get off my guy. And, you know me. I've been working Zeke on this, on this podcast since it started. He was the man last night. He was exactly what Dallas needed him to be. Get off him. Now, I will say this. He needs to break some tackles. He had a, he had a chance to make a one-on-one miss or run over the guy for a touchdown. That's what we pay you the money for. You got to get it done. That play is on J- oh, I agree. Jarwin, whom I've... I've cooled off on 100% after seeing Dalton Schultz play. That boy can play. I don't even think Blake Jarwin should really see that much playing. I don't know. Jarwin made some plays, too. He just is a horrible blocker. I'm talking about he's a terrible blocker. Why is he even attempting to block? That should be Schultz or, hell, bring in an extra lineman. Blake Jarwin should come in when he's the fucking second tight end Mm -hmm. or when he is getting the the ball as a, you, you know, Use them in the red zone. <laughs> like catching the ball. I mean, like you, yeah. But you, not at the goal you line. You can't. Yeah. Oof. He's a horrible blocker. You, use him in the scene right. or something. Well, that's like, where he's on. good at. This is. And little uh, mm-hmm. little shallow routes, you know, get him, get him on the move because he's very mm-hmm. fast. And so, you know. Yes. They, but they, they'll figure it out. But I agree. You got to block that guy. But at the same time, no, no excuses. You get paid a lot of money. You, we're two yards away. You get a one-on-one with someone, and you're going to the goal line. You need to run his ass over, or run around him and score. So that's kind of what I feel about that. That's why Emmitt Smith was a Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? When the blocking wasn't perfect, he made things happen. Ezekiel Elliott, he's a good player, but that's the difference. So if you want to be a Hall of Famer, that man has to miss, and you need to be getting in the end zone. So, just my little quick rant, but overall, great game from Zeke. Now, let's flip over to the defense. As far as your tackle leaders, surprisingly, Anthony Brown, Anthony Brown, and, J- and J. Ron Curse, that. eleven tackles apiece. Uh, Michael Parsons had seven tackles and a QB hit and a couple of pressures. I will say this: he also had a pass defense and a pass yep, deflection. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this. There was times where they had him move in the wrong direction and all that, but that was by design, just like Dak, uh, not Dak, uh, Kellen Moore did for Dallas. Get those linebackers, you know, confused off their spot for a second, just for a split second. They even broke it down on that uh, run pass option for Dak whenever they were like, Devin Wyatt bites on this play fake for just a hair, and it was just enough to get the ball to Amari Cooper, uh, and I'm talking like, Barely. Like, he almost got back to the ball. So, let's not harp on Micah that much, because that's going to happen sometimes, but I'm telling you, the good will outweigh the bad. 
I'd also like to see him play the football and know that the football's in the air whenever Brady's trying to literally give us the game at the end and not let Leonard Fournette, you know, box you out and get a rebound on you. But overall, I liked what I saw from Micah. I think he's explosive. I think he can make plays. Do you have any comments on Micah? Oh, you know, it was a little less than what yeah. I expected, but he still yeah. played well. Um, and, of course, Tom Brady is going to get you. That's the thing, you. man. That's the thing. <laughs> of course he's yeah. going to get you, you know? It is what it is. He's, he's yeah. brilliant. So. He's got to deal with it, unfortunately. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Anyways, uh, enough of that. Let's uh, one more good thing, and then, then we'll flip over to uh, one bad thing. Trayvon Diggs. He allowed one reception for 10 yards on four targets, plus he had the pick off of Leonard Fournette's hands. Uh, that was a .2 yards per coverage snap per next-gen stats. Made Mike Evans completely disappear, and he took away a whole third of a, of a field, you know, Richard Sherman-esque. So, great game from Trayvon. He's going to be a pro bowler. What's that? Oh, pro yeah. bowler. Yeah. Pro bowler. Yeah, he's going to lock it down. He's going to lock it down. He's going to... He may not have as many picks. I don't know, man. I think he's going to catch a lot of picks. And so he was he he was this close from ending the game last night on that Mike Evans thing. And, he, and it was just turned into a tip, but he almost got two hands on it. Like crazy athletic play. I think we'll see him do some of those picks this year. And I'm excited to see it. The only bad part about your secondary. Anthony Brown. Holy cow. This guy had one of the all-time worst cornerback performances I've seen. I don't know if... The only thing I can think of is um, who was the guy that was covering Dez in 2014 in the Eagles game when we went there on Sunday night. Do you remember? Fletcher. That's it. Bradley yep. Fletcher or something like that. And they yeah. cooked him for three touchdowns. And that man... I got one. I got one better. Whoever was covering Calvin fucking Johnson. Calvin, uh, oh my uh, gosh. Oh, what's his name? Was Johnson, that, yeah. <laughs> was that Brandon Carr? Yards. That's Golly. who it was. That's who it was. It was Brandon Dude. Carr. Yep. Yep. How quickly that, we forget. That is the whole time, <laughs> in my opinion. Man, those were yeah. horrible years. Um, Woo. Anthony Brown, though, in this game, targeted 10 times, nine receptions allowed. It's not good. It's not good. 134 yards and a tutty. He also missed three tackles per pro football focus. How do we fix this? Uh, less time on the field. <laughs> do we just throw Mo Kennedy out? As because like he was having a he was having a field day in the slot. I don't know. But like, do we just put Mo Kennedy out in Anthony Brown's spot and just be like, dude, you're playing outside now? Can't be worse. That's than what, what I'm saying. Like, saw, what, what right? could go? Could it be any worse? Don't get me wrong. Antonio Brown is a absolute. Oh, of weapon. course. Like, yeah, dude, he play. But, but I mean, really? Yeah, that's just horrible. Like, that's get smoked. Uh, yeah, smoked over and over and over and over. 
that, that's, that's a horrible, putrid, piss poor, really the difference of the game type performance. And yeah, we got to figure that out, man. We got to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, one last by the number. It's depressing. So we had a kicker trot out there yesterday. And stop me if you've heard this before. We might have a kicking problem in Dallas. I don't know if we've ever had this, but Greg the Leg trots out there. His first attempt, I walked away from the TV because it was a 31-yarder chip shot, and I think Next Gen Stats had it as like a 90% probability that you make it or whatever, and uh, he missed this thing as bad as you can miss it. Like, I'm surprised it didn't kill someone in the front row. Like, he missed the kicking net that extends out like five yards past the goalpost. And I mean, like, dude, like I said, I'm surprised it didn't hit a small child or something like that. Horrible miss. And I was like, uh, <laughs> is this what, what just happened? Because we didn't have that problem with him last year. And so I'm like, what just what, did what happen? I go, look, perfect hold, perfect snap. He just flat out missed it from 31 yards out. And then he missed another field goal and an extra point. And you're like, he went three of five on the day. And you're and you're and then two of three for the extra points. Bro. And I I'm not gonna blame the 60 yarder on him. He just tried to hit a 60 no. yarder. I get it. The coaching staff really shouldn't have tried it, but I get it. He did bounce back. We'll say that. He did bounce back, made a clutch one, and then he made the game winner. Or that should have been the game winner. What do we feel about Greg the Leg? Need to bring in somebody else to put some competition in there, I agree. man. Uh, Law Nation said it earlier this morning, and I was like, oh, it's a really good point. Nobody, except for Hunter Nicewander, who's not even on the team yeah. anymore, challenge that man for a spot yep. on the team nobody yep. so why would he have to worry about kicking well if he's not going to worry about his right. job at all and, being and taken. He's, there's no competition right in that and he's coming off in an injury and i can tell you this not bringing in any yeah back right, injury one well, and not bringing anybody in <laughs> kind of makes it to where he's like oh i can just kind of take my time with my rehab like i'm not saying that's what he did but it breeds that. And kickers are head cases, man. When they miss one, they think they're invincible. Then when they miss one, they get the yips a lot of times. And that 31-yarder felt like the yips. And, uh, and then you missed an extra point, point. you're like, bro, he might be broken. Like, that's, that's breeding grounds for your career being over. So... And then every single kick after that, except for the one that went right down the middle, was really close to that left. That, uh, that one that he made, dude, it looked like it was going straight left again. And then it woof, went back and barely got in the upright, dude. Like, we're going to have to figure something out. Because I'm not putting up with that this year, man. Dak's playing too good. The offense is – Kellen Moore scheming up too good of a game. And we're finally got a healthy offensive line for the most part. I'm not putting up with kicking issues, bro. We already did that with, with Brett Maher uh, in 2019. 
and that was kind of the difference in your in your game as we were talking about too defense and special teams matter and I can't have special teams be the difference in this in this ball club again so either Fossil needs to go uh, Zerline needs to go or they just need to get their shit together slash bring in competition to push set people so I mean if I was Jerry Jones or Steven I mean I'd be talking to, to Bones this morning and I'd be like bro you need to step up last night was unacceptable we gave up huge returns uh your boy because he put his name on greg zerline we had kai forbath who didn't miss a kick for us last year or the year before or whatever and he like dude you you're the one that brought zerline in so if he it's if he goes down you go down that's what i would be telling him and i'd be like you need to get your boy right or we're bringing someone else in and we'll replace your ass too so is what it is so so all in all great game uh, I, I think I think we're in the right direction I think we're right where we need to be and here's a little nugget after last night Tom Brady and Dak embrace you know the little post game handshake they always do it as they're both walking away Dak goes oh hey we'll see y'all again I don't know if y'all know what that means. They don't play multiple times against each other. You know, it's not they're not in the same division. That means that he's we're gonna see you in the playoffs. That's what he's saying. So I like that. I hope everybody has that mindset. And it seems like that quiet confidence that we've been talking about uh, leading up to this game. Even there's a different energy, a different mindset, different culture, and all of that stuff. Would you agree with that? Yeah, they mean business this year, man. They really do. Oh yeah, tell. Yeah, they were tired of what happened last they year. They need to clean up a few things. They need to clean up a few things, and other than that, they're they're ready to ready to rock, I agree. man. I agree. Any other closing thoughts, sir? We're gonna beat the shit out Ooh. of the Chargers. We're gonna preview that one next week. So, uh, I love every single one of y'all. Thanks for the support. Even the ones that... uh... Oh, oh, wait. And that's going to be our first home game. Where? The Chargers. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Y'all thought you heard some Cowboy fans yesterday? Just wait until they show up in California, bro. (laughs) Any California team, that's a home game. So... And it's going to be flooded. And I think there's a lot of Cowboys fans in Southern California, baby. It's going to be tough for those 20 Charger fans to give up their uh, their tickets. But, um, you know, I bet they will. So it's going to be packed up with blue and white. And I'm not talking about powder blue and white. So Mm -mm. I love that. I can't wait to see it. But in the meantime, like I said, I love all of y'all, even the ones that yell at us. You have a happy Friday. You have a blessed weekend. That's all the time we have. We'll see you next time. Until next time. Peace.